listening to this podcast right now. Do you want to hear a fucking podcast about anything and everything? Yeah. Like movies, oh my music, God. television, and more? Oh my God. Well, you've come to the right place. Yes. Subscribe to Journey into Comics Network, and you get Podcastrophe, oh hosted God. by me, yes. Dick. Why not throw a couple bucks to the Patreon? It's your yes. choice. Yeah. This is a Podcastrophe. That sounds so awesome. What on earth is that? It's a Journey into Comics Network production! What? We're back. Yeah. It all started down as a wrinkle in his brain when they hit the brand new guy hit the puzzling game setting out on a journey podcast into the masses formed a pop family kicking out your asses now the walking dead is dead and the end game was won but the war it isn't over because the battle's just begun the boys are back in action can't you see nate and brando lay it down the ogs of jic what's up tutorinos welcome back to another episode of the ogs we're back. We're back in action once again, kind of. And it very. Is this episode? Is episode eleven? <laughs> Nine, maybe. Could it, could it be ten? Well, I mean, we've done. Uh, okay, so uh, I don't know. Anyway, episode eleven, I think, of OGs, uh, brought to you by the power of the Journey to Comics Network and what, through what? the association of the Game Addicts Podcast. We are here once again. I'm one of your OGs, Brando, joined by one of my other OGs, Nate. How's it going, my dude? It's going pretty good. We are here once again. Did you unmute us, by the way? I did. I okay, remember. Good. I remember. Good, good, good. Yeah, no, we are. We're going. We are officially recording the podcast this time. Uh, as I as I started the intro and got pretty much all the way through the intro, I was like, no, we got to start the intro over again because I didn't hit that big old red button down there at the bottom. False start, ladies and gentlemen. False start. That's what we call a false a false start. I'm known for false starts. It's like, no, no, try again, try again. No, hold on. Like also unseen footage. Lost starts and lost starts and unseen footage should be this episode title. Or false starts and unseen episode footage. Uh, I can't talk. Uh, yeah. So it, it, as this is the uh, week, uh, the third episode, we're on every other uh, Wednesday here on the Journey to Comics Network. And, uh, you know, the last, the first two episodes that you've heard of the sort of resurgence, the rebirth, the, um, the remake, the remission, that's the redo, redux. Anyway, of the OGs, uh, the very, the first two episode nine is actually episode 10 and episode 10 is actually episode nine. Uh, and then there was a lost episode in there. Uh, that 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 got all messed up and funkied up. That we're gonna have to redo at some point. We're not redoing that episode today. Uh, Thanks me. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? It happens. Podcasters' luck is what we call it. And hopefully, I am not suffering from that today. <laughs> let's talk about that real quick, Brando. Podcasters' luck. Because in my history, let's see. The first time it really happened was one fifty-seven at JIC. I was doing a show. I was going to have Blaine on. Blaine and I do this amazing podcast. There was a lot of energy. We had a lot of great ideas and thoughts. I immediately hooked the board up to the computer to start doing my transfer process as I do. 
I deleted all the files out of the board. And for some reason, it freaked the board out, never saved it, and I couldn't transfer it out. It just deleted it out of everything. Like I had done, I had already, it was it was a mess. And I freaked out and had to re-record the episode. Let's try that again, I think, is the episode title for 157 because of that. Uh, you and I had an episode that got lost because uh, a slippy finger. <laughs> I mean, that's just the truth. I do. If I do recall, was that a wrestling episode, JIW? Yeah, it was JIW. And we had, dude, that was, again, lightning in a bottle. We had one of the greatest JIWs. We're going to do the export. It's like 97%. It. No, I went oh. to go grab something, or I went to plug my phone in and hit the fucking red button <laughs> on the power strip. <laughs> That's really it's like, no! I just looked at you and I was like, you're not even going to believe what just happened, man. If I if I recall, that was after, was that after uh, we went and saw Iced Earth? Uh-huh. And so it was already late night. We got back. Uh, we recorded half a, JIC, a JIC, came back and recorded the second half or something like that. We did like a And I almost recorded over that. <laughs> Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, well, I could just unplug it. And it won't exist. And it didn't, and it saved the other version. I was super grateful of that, man. Like, holy shit, that was almost yeah. really bad. If I recall, we got done recording at like five o'clock in the morning, and uh, when you when you told me what happened, I really wasn't that happy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> me neither. Well, I wasn't it's like that happy either. Well, it, you know, I, I'm usually a very easygoing guy. I don't get fired up. I don't get heated too often. Uh, like. I'm usually understanding about this stuff, but here we are. It's it's a late night. I'm barely awake as it is. I barely we we barely like. I remember I sort of fading at, at, at the end of that JIW. It was like, yeah, I'm I, like I go to sleep, and you then you told me that would happen, and I just looked at you, and I didn't have like a oh well, it'll be fine in me. It was just what <laughs> <laughs> I've never felt more awful in a podcasting sense than in that day and i think that was the last time that i had like official podcaster folly until episode 10 2 not 10 actually 10 but was never existed 10 so we are recording over zoom uh one of the many video things that we have tried and uh so if if nate has the occasional um uh, electric cat or just freeze face bear with us it, you know it is what it is it was it bad uh no 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 it was just one little hiccup there that i'm just before it gets bad i'm putting one foot out first saying hey you know this is how we got to do it because the way we did it for what for episode 10 really episode 9 uh was we each recorded video on our own end and i spent the next day and a half editing the two clips together, going back and forth between us, uh, like an, an actual production. Well, I kind of can't do that because I don't have really good will you know, production studio here on my laptop. I have the ability to capture a monitor and record video, capture webcam. That's fine. But I don't have that big high-tech stuff. And I don't want to put a day and a half into every episode of OGs. I like doing the show, but that's a lot of time. To sit there. It's a ton of time. And, and let me tell you, even when you know Vegas and how to work that, it is still laborious. You take mm -hmm. it is a long process to do editing. 
thing. I mean, it took me, I think, an hour and a half to edit a five minute video of the tour of the game room yep. or the pot, the, the, the comic room. I keep fucking doing it because I'm looking at the co- the goddamn it the motherfucker. <laughs> the mic just about hit me in the face, too. God damn. OK, I'm staring at your game room, which made me say game room. But I had a filming of the comic room that I put up on the interwebs for people to see and. Yeah, uh, I should probably upload that on YouTube. I just realized that's not up there. I need to do that. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, Brando, what the fuck are we doing, man? Well, I mean, we're trying to do a podcast right now. And uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just one of those things. Uh, Thank you, Mr. Obvious. First time, li- first time caller, a long time listener. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the first thing on the agenda is trying to get a podcast done. And uh, you know we're still living under certain circumstances. Uh, by the time you hear this, I'm not sure where the quarantines. Yeah, quarantines. I'm not sure where we're gonna be at by the time this episode makes air. We'll see. Uh, I don't. Th- I don't know. I mean, things change on this stuff every day. It could be worse. It could be better. I don't know. You know where we live. We have a five step program uh, to get out of it back to normal. Which is really a three-step program to blow up in this state's face. If yeah. I'm just being super fucking real, like, guess what, Brando? When this comes out in six weeks, we're still gonna be in quarantine, bro. Yeah, probably. Uh, but I mean, it's a start. I don't know. It's just like it, it's starting to slow down. Uh, we'll see. We'll see because we don't know exactly how this is gonna react with higher humidity, which is gonna start up in about a month or so. We'll see. That's all we can do. Hang on, man. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Today here on the OGs, we have decided, back on episode 294 of Trudy in the Comics six weeks ago. Hey, I love the reference. Nice drop. So guess what that means? Happy episode 300 to JIC. Future tripping. It's crazy. We're back to the future it again, my friend. This is back to the future, too, where we're in the future. It's 2015, but really it's 2020, and episode 300 has already happened. But I haven't filmed it yet, have no idea or plan. <laughs> it's fucking weird. So, uh, you know, let me just start off by saying that 2015 was a really good year in retrospect. It's like <laughs> the best year. Like, well, okay, no, I, I've had, listen. I would say from 2016 to 2020, I have been fortunate to live my fucking dreams, man. As far as like traveling the States, playing music for people, meeting some of my heroes. I could not have asked for a better that part of it all. On the other side, there has been so much bad and not just internally or with my my bubble but in the whole world that it just like it makes the great good that there was a version of me if like 18 year old me knew my life now 18 year old me would be like motherfucker i'm so proud of you i want to give you a blowjob and i'm like whoa <laughs> like you know what i'm saying like he would have been like you met who you've done what you played half wow i can't sold out show in chicago like you can't ask for that like it's a dream man and if it all ended tomorrow, I'd be stoked. But yeah, man, 2015 was a good year. <laughs> like in retrospect, Asia Voltron came out in 2015. 
you know yeah, yeah. we were still on the high of the first guardians movie and whatnot mm-hmm. ant-man came out in 2015 oh shit as i hit the fucking i almost knocked the laptop <laughs> clean the fuck over that one they made for an interesting <laughs> podcast he broke it on the show and you can hear him now but you can't see him oh <laughs> man bad. uh no like but you know 2015 we were uh like we did episode 50 of journey to comics uh my dude we uh we had some really cool fun episodes that year uh the very first nerds of the round table was that year hell yeah really good episode we did holiday bullshit and bullshit two um some of the funniest episodes we've ever produced oh my god uh so what was funny is that in preparation for doing something you know going back to episode 294 I was trying to find that clip that I put into the show, and I'm like, I know I maybe clipped that. So I went back to episode 50 and listened to the little uh, funny highlight reel that I put in there at the very end uh, of some of the weird stuff that we had said. And oh. one of my favorite lines is you is like, so if you like Chips Ahoy, if I like Chips Ahoy and or Oreos, and you also like Chips Ahoy and or Oreos, we can be friends. <laughs> I don't know why yeah. you said that or when, but I just like listening back. Out I'm of like, context, it's hilarious. <laughs> You're like, I just want to be like, I just want to walk into a room and be like, hell yeah, I love nachos. <laughs> Batman is not a robot, dude. That rant, come on, legendary. Yeah. Like, there, that's a moment. Uh, yep. Uh, that one we're we're reminiscing again uh there's that but i mean uh there because there's a point to the reminisce you know uh 2015 my you know my son was born my uh, my firstborn son was born (laughs) i got two of them now uh and so you know there was that big thing we uh we added a third host to journey into comics for a short time, yeah, yeah, Shuddy yeah. Boy, Shuddy Boy to the Shud, you know, for you know, for that era of the like of the show, uh, and then that went into 2016, where we were vast approaching episode 100 of Journey into Comics. Can I just say, going into 2016, the universe like started a super kick party we still haven't come off of. Like they were like David Bowie dead, Lemmy fuck you dead like we're going after whoever else i don't know there was a lot of death a prince mm-hmm. fucking dead you know yep. like holy shit happening fast and furiously kobe's helicopter this year dead super kicked right out of the sky dude i saw something online the other day and i was just like people will not and i mean we're even further down the line since we've got six weeks of time on this so it's not as close to his death as it was when we recorded it (laughs) (laughs) ah there's a perk to time travel soften the blow a little bit you know but like i heard that some kid in call of duty advanced warfare was Like, it's so bad. It's so bad. Why do people do these things? He's crashing the helicopter before he does it. He's yelling Kobe is and like shooting a jump shot and killing the entire party that's in the in the helicopter with him. I'm just like blown away at kids these days. You know, man, whatever happened to just teabagging, you know, in in Halo. Right, right. Just rub your nose. I wrote a song. (laughs) 
Do you want? Do you want me to on the podcast like sing my little song for teabagging people? <laughs> oh, this is amazing because it's never ever seen the light of day except for when you got teabagged by me on uh, when I was playing Halo. So I'd be like, <clears throat> I did my balls in your mouth. <laughs> I, I, I did my balls in your mouth. I, 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 I did my balls in your mouth. And I would just do that over and over again. And I would just like teabag up and down. <laughs> you know, like I was an asshole. It was great. Online gaming used to be fun. And then people used to, as I, you know, the minute I stopped online gaming for the all of eternity was the day swatting became a thing. I was like, and scene, I'm done. Yeah. Nope. I'll never play a Gears of War game because the first time you're like, you dumb motherfucker, you got me killed. It's like, oh shit, now there's people here to kill me all for a fucking real no it's nuts dude uh, <laughs> twitch streamers get swatted and all that and all that jazz uh, it's absolutely insane however let's get this train back on track if you will episode 100 of journey into comics the way That's that where you were yeah yeah that thing um we had worked it out worked it out to where it was going to be potentially in front of a live audience. Yeah. For the very first time. And we had got uh, asked if we would want to take part in a local uh, like uh, comic convention. We got long, uh, long-term, um, what's that, courted. Mm-hmm. We were long-term courted. We had several messages back and forth through our mediator who was more involved in doing the con. And, I, you know, shout out to Wes Uhas for being a like true champion of the network and really help laying the groundwork that is still the foundation that this network sits on to this day. So, like, that was awesome, you know, that he stewarded that. But, uh, yeah, continue, continue. I just wanted to just throw that in there. Oh, no, absolutely. And, no, Wes hit us up and was like, hey, would you guys want to come and help out? You know, there's a chance maybe you could do, like, a live podcast or something. And we're like, really? You know, that would be awesome. Like, that's something that we'd always wanted to do. And we asked what it was, and we mapped it out. Like, that's going to be episode 100. Like, you couldn't book this. You couldn't make this up. You couldn't write this any better. Yet again, a time and a place. Crazy happenstance with this shit. Exactly. And we're like, yeah, we'll do it, dude. We'll help out. And you know, part of it was we had to kind of volunteer to help out with the con, uh, you know, you know, you know, to do that. Now, here's the thing. Um, since then, we've had other con experiences, and well, that's kind of the crux of this episode because we have never talked at length about our experience with Villains Con 2016. I'm already stress smoking because we're talking about it. Um, needless to say, there was not a Villains Con 2017. <laughs> yeah, that's a great way to put it. Or 18, or 19, and there won't be one in 20, let me tell you for certain. Well, and also not because of COVID, because the store is now closing. Yeah, yeah, I saw that, and I just said good riddance. I mean, I hate to be kind of an, an asshole so, about it. Uh, yeah, good riddance. So, like, I only met the owners of that store that were putting on this convention once, and that was during this weekend. And 
we volunteered. Uh, so this was like, it started off as like a small uh, con in their store, you know? It was like, hey, you know, we have a, like, like a stage area. They would have bands play there. And, uh, you know, let's do this kind of small convention. And they did it for maybe one or two years. And then they decided to rent the <laughs> local hockey arena uh, and do a much bigger con. And essentially, they ran over their head. Like they were not ready for that big step yet. You mean to say, essentially, as soon as they booked it, they were in over their fucking heads? Yeah. Oh, by far, by far. Now, granted, they didn't get A list celebrities uh, to show up and he'd be here. They didn't get B list celebrities to show up and be here. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like. Do you even consider them like C or D list? Because I mean, what what they did have, they had. I mean, listen, these people had pull. No, I, I mean, mean they had they cool had fan people, fan followings know? and cults. I I don't want to I I don't want to demean their following or, or 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 like their roles that they did because these are people they sure. had they had a lot of the original they had all of the original like main Mighty Morphin Power Ranger villains. They, you had the guy that did Lord Zed, the voice for Lord Zed, who is unfortunately passed on now. Um, he just died, yeah. Uh, and then you had uh, the gal that played Rita. I don't think she was the original voice for Rita. I think she was the actress who, rep- when they started shooting footage in like over here in North America, utilizing Rita, they used her as the the appearance for Rita because all the original Rita stuff was the Super Sentai Warrior stuff. And so, uh, and then they had uh, the guy that did the voice for Goldar. Uh, you know, uh, K- Kerrigan Mayhan. Yes, Goldar's here. Yeah. So, you know, those guys were there. And that was cool, you know, especially when you have a show called Villains Con. You got the Power Ranger villains, right? Uh, you, had yeah. some, you had some co-stars from, like, uh, uh, Deep uh, Space Nine. Deep, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you had a couple from Deep Space Nine. Uh, Nog, who's no longer with us, unfortunately. Uh, yep. Got to meet him, and I can't remember the gal's name off the top of my head. It, again, I didn't do research for this. We literally just said this an hour ago that we were going to do this. We um, on the spot decided this was what we're doing. And you had uh, somebody, some people from Supernatural uh, was there, like some some co-stars. You, they actually had somebody bring like their... Um, their version of the supernatural car that they had collected and like restored and made it a copy of that or whatever. So that was there on the floor. You had some, uh, several artists and including artists, uh, one in particular, actually a couple, a couple of particular who have become friends of the journey to comics network. Like, uh, like, uh, Todd black. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got his book somewhere around here. Um, I did anyway. I Brian that. K. Morris is the other name that comes to mind from yep. that time. Man. Yep, Brian K. Morris, <clears throat> as well as um, he is also friends with the guy who is the animator for uh, Philo Barnhart. Yeah, Philo Barnhart. Uh, he was a, an animator for Disney for a long time, especially during the '80s during that period. And worked uh, on The Little Mermaid. Worked on Little Mermaid, and I want to say The Great Mouse Detective, and. You know, the rescuers, maybe. Um, and then also somehow in weird happenstance also worked as a part of this uh, first Star Trek movie. He he was a part of the replacement effects team because uh, you had the original effects team that did most of the movie. And then you had a team that came in to do other effects. And the reason why he did, he said he didn't have a credit for that is because in film you have to have, or at least it used to be, so many feet 
a film that you've worked that you've done on the film to get credited. And yeah. they, they didn't have enough because they were the, kind of like the second crew or whatever that came in. So they didn't get he, – he never got credited for stuff that he actually actively worked on. But, Damn. But so you, you had people here. And they decided to do a three-day event, a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And we – it required you and me both to leave our prospective areas of home, you know, to go over and stay there. For the weekend, I stayed for Friday, Saturday. I didn't go going for Sunday because, uh, again, I think my son was like just under a year old. Yeah. So I, I did. This was like the first time that any like either me or my wife had been gone for extensive period of time for that for that entire first year. Like like you know, okay, maybe I'd spend one night somewhere. You know, oh okay, let, let's go do that real quick. You know, and then I'd be back. But as far as like two full day, like pretty much two full days, or no, like I, I wasn't gonna do a third. Especially, I think I had work on Monday. I'm like, no, not gonna do it. Uh, but you did. You went on. You went back on Sunday. But we decided. No, no, I did not. Oh, you, oh, you didn't go. I was going to, and I stayed in Hoopston with the intention of going. But after what we'll get into, uh, I, I literally called. Uh, I think it was Wes, and I was like, bro don't look for me today. Cause I'm not going to be there. Like, sorry, I got to get home. I'm not feeling the right. Like just, I can't, I can't, I can't in good conscience come back. And there were, listen, I'm, I'm not going to lie. We're going to blow the door open on this whole entire weekend. Cause there's a lot of shit behind the scenes that happened that I think, uh, look, it's been like fucking four years, man. It's got, we get to we can fucking talk about it now. It's time to open it up a little bit and it gives some perspectives. Well, again, and this is from our perspective. This is what we saw, what we heard, you know, there were some things. We're not going to go into some, like some of the more, uh, cagey stuff. Yeah. Uh, some of that stuff that kind of happened. Uh, I'm not going to really go into that cause we have no real evidence or firsthand experience with that portion i can tell you what i saw and i can tell you what i heard directly then i can tell you that i've gotten some first-hand accounts from people because in the weirdest happenstance of life i played a show with members from two of the bands that played villains con 2016 last year and we all reminisced about villains con like we were standing in a circle and i was like so this is the first time three of us have been in a room since uh and i like looked down and i was like Villains Con 2016, and there was just like a pause because they I don't think realized who I was at the time. And then I like unfolded everything and they were like, oh, my God, that's fucking crazy. You know, so I have their little stories and perspectives. I've got what we experienced Mm -hmm. and that's about as far as I know, you know. So let's just be uh, (sighs) frank and clear from the get go. When we were asked to take part in this, uh, it volunteer and help out. You know, I still have my villains con shirt, and I if if I'd have known any better, if 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 we'd have planned this, I would have wore it because I still have it. I uh, still have mine too. Oh, damn it! But on the back of it, it says staff, and that was a pretty much, and and I'm sure that a lot of people who volunteer and work for cons puts a bullseye on you. Anybody needs you, anybody has a gripe, it's you. You are a con person. You take care of this, and. I was trying, all I tried to be was accommodating, but like when we were asked, we, we got brought in, we didn't, neither one of us realized this until we were in, in it that there, there were two guys that owned the store vintage villains. 
Yep. And they were putting this con on. And uh, the long con. <laughs> but they were putting this on. And yet the entire planning of the events, these two guys, like the the overall, like what's gonna happen, like as far as like on the stage show, what's going on, we got this, this thing and that thing. That was not them. They did not have a say in that. That was uh, Wes's group of friends uh, were pretty much in charge of that. And there was miscommunication with that. Big time. They were giving out miscommunications left and right, my friend. It was like... There were so many misunderstandings, things that were said. Um man uh, oof. the the, uh, the first thing that kind of like sparks my memory is we got there <clears throat> we parked i don't think the first day the friday we brought the gear because we knew we weren't doing any recording based yeah. stuff we j- just had right uh i think we left gear and either in your truck we just left it in there yeah, we left it. That's right. Like, we didn't bring anything because we didn't really know what the old night was. Like, we didn't know if we were going to be able to do something back you know, in the back with anybody. record Because, you know, always have it on hand. But we didn't bring it in. We didn't, like, plan on that. We just, like, you know, had it. And we went in. You know, we met everybody as far as, like, who we're going to be, you know. Well, because I knew Wes, and that was it. You knew some of the other guys. And I pretty much, I knew Wes and his friend Aaron for a former friend or friend i don't know where they're at in life but like those two and there was like maybe one or two other people from that group and then of course being that i'm from the area and was kind of more i had lived in danville for a little bit knew some other other people that were outside of that that would just happen to be there that you know did west per se so um we we were told that if we were to volunteer <clears throat> we could do a live podcast on stage in front of people uh, on Saturday. Like when they were doing, like when they were doing the uh, panels and stuff, like somewhere in the panels, that's going to be our, like our, our, like our time slot, if you will. And uh, quite literally, you know, we get there and everything's fine. Everything's hunky dory. They're, they're trying to figure out, all the times and everything. Like, I don't even think they had it. They didn't even have it where like we, where, where you go to bigger, more professional uh, conventions where you have a already printed out layout of when these times and where to be, you know? Yeah. Your panel times. So yeah. people know like, Oh shit, I want to make sure not to miss Joe blow at three thirty seven. Yeah. You know, cause he's, I mean, cause he's blowing everybody, you know, <laughs> I want to be in line for that. Yeah. Shit. Every- Show's on hold. Show's on hold. Nate? I'm here. Okay. Because <laughs> you froze like this. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> you <great>. froze like... <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was amazing. Anyway. Um, so, you know, we get there on Friday. We meet with Wes. We meet, meet with everybody else. It's cool. We, we go got to- the show floor tour. Yeah, we got, the, we got, yeah, we got all that. Uh, we are helping some of the guys, some of the artists and authors set up their, uh, so somebody asked for extension cord for their thing. And, you know, Philo was one of the people we ended up helping. Actually. I think Brian K. Morris also ended up being, we're helping. Uh, yeah. 
we were kind of over in the area with the girl from Walking Dead, the little girl from Walking Dead that was one of the zombies, mm-hmm. uh, Abby something or other. But uh, was that the girl from the first episode? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, the very first zombie you see in The Walking Dead, uh, that that Rick pops right. Yep. Yep. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it, night day one, the the doors were open. There wasn't nobody there. It was a ghost town, bro. It was pretty. It was pretty sad. And you know what? We were like hawks because I think it kicked into high gear for us. Like there aren't people here getting in our way to talk to these people that we need to already talk to. We had. I think you and I, I don't remember, and maybe you can refresh my memory a little bit. Did we forcibly insert ourselves into the two panels that we wanted, or was that just a miraculous miracle of happenstance? We got asked if we wanted to do it because they needed help hosting the panels. Okay. And they asked if we would help. We said, sure. And I'm like, okay, so which one would you want to do? And you went, I want to do the Power Ranger panel. <laughs> like instantly, you're yep. like, yeah. So yeah. In a way, you did force your way into the Power Ranger panel, and I looked at you like, motherfucker. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> like, some bitch. I'm like, all right, Brando, you got the Star Trek panel. I'm like, awesome. And now, granted, I am a Star Trek fan. I've watched the entirety of Next Generation. I've watched Voyager. I have watched the original series. Didn't the, watch Deep Space Nine, though. The one series I have tried to watch and get into and just can't for whatever reason. I have tried. I want to because it's a different type of series, whereas the other ones are like, we're on adventure this week, and we're on adventure another week. Deep Space Nine, you're in the same spot. So they kind of developed more serialized storytelling, mm-hmm. you know, for that. And, and, and you know, and then you have run-ins with, you know, Worf ends up joining the cast at one point. So I want to watch it. I want to watch it all the way through because I've, I've heard it is kind of like, uh, if you like it, you love it. One of those type series, but it's like, it's can be hard to get into. Sure. Which that's where I'm at with it. So we had co-stars. We had two co-stars. Uh, uh, Aaron Eisenberg uh, was the fellow playing Nog. And they, uh, I can't remember the gal, but she was there as well. And she played somebody and they were going to be the Star Trek panel. So I actually tried to do research while I was there and had internet and Danville. I'm like, all right, who are these guys? They did D Space Nine. I've done. I've watched enough Star Trek to BS my way through this. So I said, okay, it was going to be me and this other guy. We're going to host this panel, and it was going. It was going to be, I believe, the first panel of Saturday. Yes, it was, and actually, first panel of Saturday, and the biggest mistake of the whole entire weekend for me. I had access and availability, and totally could have recorded your panel left it up for JIC, which we did following that left it up for my panel, which was directly following that and had an amazing catalog of things, man. Uh, first of all, I, you know, uh, I want to talk about your interview a little bit. It was cool to watch that from the stage because you seemed really on point and you're a great interview. You were looking for questions that were pointed that had, uh, that were maybe not asked by everyday fans that were just like, oh my God, in episode 13, when you did this one thing with your wardrobe, did your nipple really get exposed or was that just a malfunction of visuals? You know, like <laughs> some weird shit, you know? Like, because people are like that, man. They just like, they obsess on the tiny things. So you you approached it not knowing it as much as you maybe wanted to from an angle that you had. I mean, it was a great interview. I loved it. So, um and, and and we'll get to more of that on Saturday, but Friday, um, 
Friday we were, uh, you know, around. Again, as you said, going around. And I don't remember, I believe it was on Saturday that we that it was decided who was going to host the panels. Because uh, uh, Friday everybody was still, most people were just were like still setting up. Like, yeah. they shouldn't have been open on Friday. That should have just been a setup day. Uh, completely, because that's what it was. There were, there, I think, there was like one or two people that were actually there that had weekend passes that that were that were in there to get there, get like get in there early. Uh, in and out were they? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, they didn't hang around very long. Uh, but then there was an after party for the first night. Was that um? Was that Lars's night? No, I think he was he was night two. Um, no, he was definitely night one because. Here, oh, because oh, Psycho Stick was night two. He signed the cartridge night one that we ended up giving away on day two. Okay, that's right. He wasn't there for day two. So, you know, we, there was a green room where the different celebrity types were hanging out and having Buffalo Wild Wings and all this shit. And it was mm-hmm. that's where all the money they were supposed to get. With. <laughs> the guy was supposed to. <laughs> We'll get there too. Don't worry, but that's where the money went. If you're wondering, it went to the B dubs. Please tell me. Them. Please tell me you're making that up. <laughs> no, I'm not making it up. No, I'm not making it up, Brando. I mean, that's legit. They, they barely had it. They didn't make that much money from that con, dude. No, and they didn't pay any of the people back. The bands had to threaten him. We'll get into that. So we're in the green room, and I wasn't involved with that. <laughs> no, you weren't. But I was in the green room ha- hanging out, and I ended up becoming friends with this dude. Hold on, just podcast guys, you were well. Hold on, you totally froze and electric catted your way through who you became friends with. So let's go back. One okay, second. so you can hear me now. Yes, yes. Uh, I was in the green room with you. I do believe, or you were in and out. And I started talking to this dude who was uh, one of the talent for the night, MC Lars. Mm -hmm. And he's a uh, lit rap artist. He actually created the genre literary rap. And he's a very interesting character. He's a nerd. He does nerdcore music as well. And... You know, like, hey, man, it would be really cool if you sign this cartridge because he wear he used to wear a gold Zelda cart around his neck. Yep. And I said, it would be really cool if you sign this this Ninja Turtle cartridge that we have. We're going to give it away tomorrow. And he's like, oh, my God, I loved this game. And I was like, yeah, I happen to have an extra copy. So we're giving it away. He's like, that's super cool. He signed it. I think it's on our uh, on our Instagram. Still a picture of it to this day. Uh, but like, you know, we chatted a bunch and I was like, dude, it would be really cool to throw you at the show. This is about to take a very interesting twist because the future scope of what's about to happen blow tenfold in the world. And it's really kind of interesting and cool. So me and Lars stay in touch for many years. We still email frequently. I'm with him and shit. And he just had his first kid and all that stuff. Yep. So shout out to him. For yeah, that. yeah. Yeah. Kid's yeah. like six weeks old. Uh, I, I just saw it today. Well, but yeah, six oh. weeks. Well, I, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Future, future, yeah, yeah. All right, I saw it today, six weeks ago. Yeah, today, six weeks. Yeah, ago. congrats to MC Lars. Um, so that's pretty. That's pretty um, tip for him, you know. And but Lars is like, yeah, you can intro me. That'd be awesome. So I'm standing around waiting for it, and then this other dude who's in one of the other bands who happens to be a band called the Yavin Four. Mm-hmm. 
on stage inter- introduces this is mc fucking lars or whatever and i'm like motherfucker, you took my spot like that was my one thing like i had a whole thing i was gonna say like it was gonna be some quick thing that guy and i are actually now really 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 good friends and before coronavirus we were supposed to be going to his wedding that's not happening now because wedding's not happening in july because of coronavirus so anyways so that's Benny No Good. Oh, so cool. they had played the Evan Benny, Four yeah. had played. Yeah. So and then like uh Five Year Mission had played and mm-hmm. Andy Fark is in that band. And then so we'll future trip to that later. I just want to plant those seeds now. Uh so yeah, we hung out for a little bit and watched a little bit of Lars's set, and then we were like, we were gonna go. He shouted us podcasting dudes, my dudes, or whatever on the stage, which was really cool, you know, and like uh made my nice and special i think you a little bit too but then we got the fuck out of there first night and i just remember going like oh if that was day one what the fuck is it be like you know yeah. like it was like an independence day when it's like july 1st after the all the destruction it just like pops up july 2 and you're like oh, what's gonna happen on july 2 i'm not sure you know <laughs> well you see yeah we did dip a little early and that's because it was approaching uh, 11 o'clock, 11.30, if, if you will. And uh, I had to go all the way back to my mom's house, which is about 30 minutes away, uh, 30, 40 minutes away. And we had to be back there at like 7.30 in the morning. And oh, yeah. Fucking early to get the ball rolling. You had like a 11 o'clock call time for like an 11.15 or something. Yeah, no, and so like we did dip a little early. You know, we didn't want to. We wanted to stay and watch the full MCLR set, but we stayed for most of it. And but but we got out, and then I I remember going all the way home. You know, back to my mom's house where I grew up and where I you know, you know where she still lives, and pulling in, and it's super. You know, I've been up. I mean, it was a Friday, so I had to work that day, which means that I was up from. You know, four thirty, four four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. You know, I was tired, and he was beat. I remember getting to like my, my mom's house, getting out of the car, getting to my you know my trunk to open up and get my stuff out to you know go inside, go to bed, and I remember just like I got freaked out for a second because it was so quiet. My hometown where I grew up, had, it's got like 500, 600 people compared to like the, you know, where I live now, it's got like several thousand, right? Yeah, <clears throat> uh, you know, It's not the totally. biggest, not the biggest city in, in the state by any stretch of the imagination, but there's still way more noise here. And I'm way just, more foot traffic. The decibels were, I mean, this is midnight in my hometown where there's nothing but the occasional semi-truck that rolls through. And there was nothing. And I'm like, looking around. And I could hear about a block away, uh, some people were hanging out, uh, like in their garage. And I could hear them talking. Damn, you felt like a spy. I'm just like, this is weird, man. Whoa. And, you know, so I go inside and uh, and my mom's boyfriend was still up, you know, and I go in there and pretty much like go straight to bed. And I don't know about you, but sometimes when I crash at somebody else's house, 
and I don't have a fan, it's super, super noticeable. Super noticeable. Uh, you have to have noise to sleep. See, that's why I've become, listen to me. I'm grateful. I haven't been able to do it in a while now. And Mr. Owen has taken over my staying space, obviously. But like I game room when I would come down and visit you. And I was always lucky that you had a nice TV that I could hook up my laptop or whatever device yep. to and stream something because it, for me, it's not a fan. It's a TV. I have to fall asleep because I'm already partially deaf. So it's it, it, anyways, I sleep with the my good ear in a pillow. So it's like. Yeah, like kind of like a like a dull noise, as you just completely wah, froze. We'll see how long it takes him. Did I just lose you, or you froze? I'm not you, sure. Well, no, you Looks froze. Like you froze, or I froze? Maybe. I can hear you now. Oh, there you are. You're back. There you are. Yeah. Okay. Show's back. Anyway, yes. Okay. So like you, so you sleep with your good ear down. You know, and you got your bad ear up, and it's like a dull, just like ambient. Now, here's the thing: I've actually got to a point where I kind of need something now, other than the white noise. <laughs> it's getting real bad. I'm gonna have to have a full on like a symphony that Sarah helps out with. Just come and be in my room to play, and this loud echo chamber yeah. for me to be able to go sleep. Because at first it started off with a fan, and so now we have two fans in the room. My fan is basically a wind tunnel now, and <laughs> I got like when I when I when I needed to, uh, needed to replace my fan, I got this like really powerful one. I'm like, I love it. <laughs> it's loud. Anyway, I have to put ear like earbuds in. I have these earbuds. That I I and now so check this out. You my, sleep with earbuds in? Yes. Is that hard? Uh, like I would be afraid one would find its way all the way inside of my ear hole. I haven't done or that. Or that I would, I would lose it and sleep on top of it and crunch it and like have like, oh well, I woke up with this weird pain in my back that will never go away because I slept on a fucking earbud. Great. Occasionally they 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 find their way around my neck and I don't notice it and I'm like, ah, okay. <laughs> my my phone, uh, this one right here, it's the Galaxy Note, uh, ten plus or whatever. Sure. There's no headphone jack on it. They went fucking Apple on me. And I had to make a decision. I had to make a decision when I was getting a new phone. Because I wanted something big. I, I'm the dude that likes a bigger screen on my phone. Because I watch a lot of YouTube on my phone. For sure. You know, so I like to have that. I know some people are like, ah, no, I, that's way too big. No, I want the biggest screen that I can fit in my pocket now as a phone. So... I had a note. I had a, I've had a couple of notes, and I switched and went and just got the regular Galaxy, and I went back to the note because I like the extra RAM and get you know the like the S Pen's pretty nice, and I use that once in a while. However, with this, it has no headphone jack. The headphones go through the USB C, which is fine most of the time, but I cannot charge and listen to headphones at the same time. Dumb. Okay, so that's one reason why I purchased these Bluetooth headphones that I'm using right now. Because I can use them uh, wirelessly. That's cool for doing dishes. I don't. I cannot explain the the sheer stupidity of trying to do dishes with earbuds. They always fall out and you end up put, pushing them back in. And your hands are all wet and you're like, ah. Oh, Pay to the ass, you're running to go get. You can't have paper towel now. It's a hot commodity. <laughs> I, I know. Uh, 
It's rare. But it, it was a hot commodity. I don't know in this world if we're, we're future tripping, if it still is. <laughs> right. Maybe in now the- we're paying our bills and fucking bounty. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I have an old phone. Uh, sure. Now that I have permanently set up on my nightstand. It's charged all the time. I think it's like the Note 3 or whatever. It's one that it, it, it was before we leased and gave them back all the time. And you just have the Wi-Fi set up on that motherfucker with Spotify, don't you? Well, I've got a podcast and YouTube set up on that thing. So I and I have regular headphones and earbuds hooked up to that. And when I go to bed, I lay down. You know, I set my alarms on this phone and get it set up over there. And then I grab the other phone, grab the earbuds. All right. So what? So what am I on? What am I doing? Because uh, sometimes I'll watch YouTube videos that are like really long. And, sure. Uh, and it usually it's it, it's a podcast, some something like this, or maybe it's like a Twitch streamer playing a game, and it, and, I, and I and I turn it down pretty much on the lowest setting to where I can barely hear it, and then I lay there in bed and just try and get comfortable, and let, and sometimes I'll focus on it. What really sucks, and I can't, and I got to be careful what I listen to because sometimes I'll get too interested in what I'm listening to, and I have to switch it to something else or turn it off because I'm You're like, like I'm not gonna be able to fall asleep because I need to know. <laughs> yeah, I gotta I gotta listen to the rest of this, but. Man, this is a long ass fucking tangent deviation. <laughs> Just talking about me going home because I didn't have <laughs> I didn't have that. I had to lay there in this quiet ass room going I have to go to sleep. And it's hot. And all I have is a small ass fan. Put it on my balls. <laughs> <laughs> so I fell asleep. I woke up. So surprisingly, I, I I was up without a fu- like without a fuss or too many too many snoozes. Hopped in the shower and pretty much left, and went straight back down for Saturday. That's when we decided who, who we were going to host the panels. We had to decide uh, we were going to do Journey to Wrestling that day. We were going to do a Game Addicts that day. We were going to do a Live One Hundred. But we, we had sh- to host the gaming tournaments. I was going to do some uh, Mario Kart tournament during mm-hmm. the whole fucking thing as well. So we get there. We get told we're not doing a live show. Do you remember this? I don't actually remember this. Please re-enlighten me and piss me off again. (laughs) (laughs) Because I feel like I was probably enraged initially. So there was someone who was supposed to perform on Friday night who didn't get to perform. It was like some anime, uh, Sailor, uh, some gal that sang the intro to Sailor Moon. Yeah. And they misbooked her. They thought she was supposed to perform on Saturday. Saturday, and she was there on Friday, yep. and then and she, she was like, what the fuck, and got all mad. Because her plan was to be there on Friday night, perform Friday night, be there for the con on Saturday, and leave right after the con, right? Yeah. And so, uh, or what, so it was something like that. So then, like, the only open spot was... Ours. And our spot. And they said, I remember this now. They told us they're like, now if it doesn't think if it doesn't seem like she's coming back, it's your guys's. Right? Yeah. Was the deal. And so we literally were up in the air until we were like getting closer about whether or not we were actually going to be able to do it. Of course. Right. As as it were, right? As it <laughs> It wouldn't be a true journey into comics podcast if there was not some question of doubt. Bumps along the way. Exactly. And so 
we had to get ready for the you know for doing our panels. Namely, I had to get ready to do my Star Trek panel, which you, you know you gave me a lot of praise for. I was beyond nervous and out of my element for that. I, I will I. I bullshitted my way through a Star Trek panel. I I tried to prep as much as I could for Deep Space Nine. Had I been a super fan of Deep Space Nine, it would have been a, a walk to the park. But I but I'm not. And I was like, okay, so I got this actor. I got this actor. Uh, okay, so I, I tried to plan it out, almost kind of like you're trying to plan out a set or a show, I'm trying to ask this question. And, and and I'm really relying on their ability to just tell stories. Which is what it actually partially ended up being, but the way it worked was you were able, and I think this is something that um, somehow we have it, the interview factor, where like you were hearing them converse and you would be like, oh, great question here. Let me pull it out and ask in the moment. Yes, but right before, literally like an hour before our panel or two hours before, they threw in Philo to that same panel. Because Deanna or Troy canceled, right? Uh, yeah, she was supposed to be there, and and she canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deanna Troy, uh, I can't remember. Her Early name. onset COVID back then. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Went Terrible there. Terrible joke. Went there. <laughs> uh, anyway, she had no. She backed out, and uh, and so it, it, originally it was just going to be the two, and then they threw Philo on there. But I wasn't told that until like literally an hour or two before. So now I had to figure out how is Philo to have anything to do with Star Trek? Other than his tiny little loosely woven one story about when he worked as a as an FX guy. So I went and talked like during that morning when we we made rounds and we actually split up a little bit and we did our own thing for a little bit. Yeah, I made a terrible fuck up to a now deceased guy. I feel super bad still to this day. I walked up to Robert Axelrod and I was like, hey, David Axelrod. And he was like, it's Robert. And I was like, oh, shit, that's the polit- the politics guy is David Axelrod. Oh, fuck. My bad. Oh, What's funny shit. is that you ended up doing the, the exact same thing at at the first uh, um, uh, the, 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 the other one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Lafaycon, Lafaycon, that's the one. Oh, yeah, with Andy Corey. Andy Corey. <laughs> <laughs> and you oh, just I completely forgot. introduced him, like, and you were in such and such. He goes, uh, "It's Andy Corey." Except that time you were on stage. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, anyway, so I went and introduced myself to uh, to uh, to Aaron Eisenberg and the 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 blonde co-host i can't remember her name i all this time i could have been sitting here looking it up and i just don't here you keep talking i'll do it anyway yeah anyway she was i went and introduced myself to them saying i'm going to be hosting your panel i just want to introduce myself my name is brandon you know is there anything that you know uh like how do you guys talk about yeah it's like it's my first time hosting a panel so i just want to like you know introduce myself and then you know and they're really nice and cordial really super nice people you know and I asked him, "Is there anything that I can get you guys?" And uh, I believe Aaron asked for something. I said, "I'll I will get that in just a minute and be, be right back down to you." And then, uh, you know, so I had to go to the green room for that. And then I went and met with Philo, and asked about. I, I I'm like, "So so, what's your story with Star Trek?" And he told me a little bit. And, he, and then he actually fed me questions. He goes, "Ask me this. I got a good story for that." I'm like, I will. Okay, cool. 
he was super cool. He kind of understood where I was coming from, whereas I was like, I I know about Star Trek, but I really don't like you guys. I don't know, you know. It's like I I don't know what to ask. And so, uh, big props to Philo for helping me out with that and help me feed that because what was really neat is that Philo is such a good storyteller that you know he was able to help guide some of that himself. Uh, whereas like you know Aaron and and the other gal did not know him, and so like they were intrigued by some of his work. And, and all that stuff behind the scenes as well, because that is like, you know, if, you know, for these guys, they do, you know, they would do the cons and they have their stories and blah, 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 you know, and, and they're sometimes, they're, you know, you could definitely tell they're like, they were going through the motions and telling a story that, that, that had, that they've been told a, a bunch of times for entertainment value. But now here's this new cog in the wheel and Philo, and they had no idea or, or, or any sort of interaction with him before. And I had another guy up there who was standing right behind me and I was up there standing there wishing I had a place to sit down. I'm like, my gosh. Cause like I wasn't nervous about being on stage. Yeah. That, that is something that that has not been an issue for me ever. And I don't know if that goes all the way back to me being a part of the puppet troupe, having to perform in front of people, you know, way back in third grade, third, fourth grade. And, uh, and then of course we did, you know, we had Draxus and we played in front of people I think the only time I was ever truly nervous playing in front of people was at the skate park, uh, the first skate thing where we were up there yeah. on, on a stage. And then I got up there and, and we started playing and I was a little nervous. And then I think after the first song I looked up and then I did, I, I noticed that they're like, they were, everybody was kind of scattered and doing their own thing. I'm like, okay, I'm not nervous anymore. Um, so being on stage has never been like, I wasn't nervous to be up there. I was nervous to do a bad job uh, yeah. up there. Uh, so I, I was like, I, I, I was constantly trying to pay attention to what they were talking about. The dude behind me was wanting to ask questions. And so I, I think I might've let him ask a question. He was, he wanted to ask questions, but he was afraid to get up there and talk to me and had to ask a question. And then of course we, you know, we were leading towards, we were actually, you know, we got to do JIC 100 and that was going to be next. You were out there and you were watching, you had the board ready to go. You were talking with the guy, uh, at the board. Just trying to figure out how to line it in, like like you guys are trying to figure out logistics and shit. Totally worked exactly how I wanted it to. I still can't believe I pulled it off. Right, and so there was a guy. I don't know who it was, but somebody came up and said, "I'm like, crap. Like, are we done? Like, shit. I need to wrap this up." That person who who signaled that to me. Yeah. Wasn't trying to tell me time was up. What were they signaling to you, Brando? I don't know. Oh, I didn't know if you ever got the result of what he was doing. I asked, and he's like, he's like, he's like, I was just, I just wanted to just like you know, make sure that you knew that you uh, that you had a time limit. Yes, I know I have a damn time limit. I was trying to push towards it. That's right. You cut your uh, your panel off a little short. I did. And, like and, 15 minutes, right? Yeah, yeah. It was like 15 minutes short. And Because I, I was not – I was told, don't look at your phone while you're up there. Whatever you do, don't look at your phone. And I had my phone in my hand so I could look at the time. And I wasn't actively looking at my phone. In fact, there's a picture that you took of me up there that has me with my phone in my hand. And I'm looking at them, and they're, and they're sort of talking. That that pissed me off. I was like, "What the fuck?" 
Like, why would you come out there doing this? Like, time. And we're in a band. Every time we've seen this, it's get the fuck off stage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously. Okay. Like, combined. Okay. Like, it was like, it was, it was almost like six years of being in a band and playing on stage. You know, you have, you have a, you have a time slot. You know, sometimes you get screwed over on your time. Whether or not the last band took too long to tear down, you took too long to set up. They think that you're done. <laughs> you should be done. And you know you shouldn't be. We, we've had that. And I know you've oh, had, had that. all. You know, and I know you've had that with, with Draxus and with Walk Among Us. There's been yep. issues. That's it, always going to be a part of the business. I thought we were done. I'm like, oh, crap. I, 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 need, I need to wrap it up. They were telling a story. And and I, I was trying to find a way to bring it home, and I brought it home. We had a good, it was good. Shake hands, thank you so much. It was great, awesome, cool. I breathed like a. Okay, hard part's done. Hard part is done for me. And then you're like, so why'd you cut that short for? I'm like, dude, told me that was like, oh, like you still had like 15 more minutes. I'm like what the fuck? All right. And didn't I think the next words out of my mouth were, well, now we've got extra time for JIC. Something like, well, you know, uh, well, uh, we, we needed to set up. And I remember uh, distinctly, like, us getting set up, us make, us having to track Wes down to make sure he was going to be there because Wes is going to be our third guy on the show. And then test it, you know, test the levels out, make sure they're going to the board all right. We got that done. And the next thing I remember... Is the dude walking up with uh, with uh, Jimmy John's little Jimmy John sandwiches? Yeah. He goes, he goes hey, uh, could you guys come over to like the last speaker and like give a shout out to Jimmy John's? Uh, tell people to go in there and you know get something to eat. I'm like, hell yeah, I will. So I did. And they're like, hey man, you want some sandwiches? I'm like, yeah, give me some sandwiches. So I'm up there eating because my mouth is so dry. <laughs> I'm like, I need something. I am like, <laughs> I was scared to death up there uh, as far as like not messing up and. If you guys go back and listen to the beginning of Journey into Comics, episode 100, you can kind of hear in my voice, I'm still coming down from adrenaline. Yeah. I'm talking a little faster, and I'm just relieved. Because us sitting down to do the podcast was the easiest thing we did all weekend. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was simple. Like oh, live podcast in front of people handled no nerves for me. We were in the pocket. We did everything we planned. We did the giveaway, the question and answer, the fucking taco recreation. Like riffed on movies that you know at the time hadn't come out. Riffed on movies that had just come out. Like is civil. I think Civil War was just about to be popping off or had just popped off and some shit. Like I remember X Men uh, three Apocalypse had come out in May. So yeah. that's so that's around the time frame that we were in. Uh, oh, and then Jason had sent us in a random question: a battle of uh, was it Batman, Green Lantern, or Green Arrow? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, I remember Tony, our old bandmate Tony, uh, showed up and was there. Uh, we had another friend, uh, Daniel Connor. Daniel Connor showed up. A guy that yes, went to high film school of it. Yes, yeah, we somewhere. need to reach out to him and be like, Br- give it to me. Right. Yeah. I want to see that. Yeah, because he, you know, he was trying to, you know, like aspire to be like like a filmmaker or something. Like, like I think he point. also has footage from the Power Ranger uh, panel as well. Oh, does he? Because I know yeah. he he said he was going to try to be there on time, and I think he was there. He I think he showed up right before we started, and uh, and and did film it. So that's cool. 
but what I also the the other thing that I remember is that when we started and like we weren't advertised, you know, at all, at all, nothing. Journey, nobody knew who Journey to Comics were. We didn't have shirts. We didn't have anything. We had nothing. The only thing that we had was getting our word out there on our social media, saying that we are going to be there and do this here. So the people who were there, who were walking the crowd, had no idea. So when we sat down to start our show, there was one person sitting in that crowd. Tony. <laughs> it was Tony. And then and then the sound guy. <laughs> oh man. And and we just started doing the show. And but what was the cool story about it is that over the course of us sitting there doing it, we were just talking. And and we were loud enough that people could hear. And we started getting a, a trickling, trickling, trickling. More people. We had some more people show up. We had some people, uh, people from the bands, uh, kind of come over and sit down, and 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 we interacted with them as far as like you know, like ask questions, this and that, you know, and uh, yeah. it it was a highlight of my podcasting experience. Same. Uh, <clears throat> if there is a single 100% positive of this weekend it was that for sure episode 100 uh, it doesn't sound the best uh, because we didn't have enough time to 100% get it ready because there's a little bit of a it's almost like way over saturated uh with sound it's it's like it's like very much like that it's kind of hard to listen to especially yeah, now yeah the level didn't get tweaked down a bunch needed to be but you know what it was the very first live show we ever did uh i absolutely as i said go back and listen to the beginning of it i'm just like you can hear it in my voice i i was so stressed out and so relieved and so like i'm just like hey man yeah i'm, I'm doing good how are you man hey like doing good <laughs> or something like that and then of course we did the show uh big you know hats off to west for doing that you know that was that was the culmination that's what was like there and good because then as you said the night before we had that cool interaction with with mc lars in the green room hanging out eating some cold hug. oh he did a bumper for us he did he I did. forgot all about that, but yeah, that happened that he, night too. He did the bumper for us. I think Rita, the guy that, that played Rita, did a bumper for us. She did that Saturday after the panel. Yes, yeah. And I'll and I'll talk about that interaction in a minute because sure. the panel. Um, my experience on the panel, you know, was a little bit different. I knew these cats. I knew the stories and and the history of the Power Rangers and stuff. It's a big part of my life, so going in i knew kind of pointed questions things i wanted to ask angles and perspectives i wanted to play off of but i was also very much looking to ask questions and do things they've not heard i didn't want to be that standard guy and i, I hate to say it the dude that did the interview the the uh, panel with me he's dead he died what yeah i don't know if you know that jesse guy yeah he died really uh yeah uh they they just found him one day gone like he had natural cause passed away it was crazy dude that's 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 awful um, that's that's awful it, to hear that because he was it was he was like our age yeah um but i guess he had had like a history of medical conditions that were underlying so it was you know a surprise but also not a shock for to his family but um he was kind of like your guy and that he was a little bit nervous and didn't know what exactly to ask and he was a super fan and had like episode question like do you remember on episode 437 when this was happening and this happened and then this happened and then they're like wow you have a great memory 
So I remember just being up there being loose as fuck, dude. I, I don't know if I had smoked something real good before or what. <laughs> but like I was just in the pocket, you know, and this was my first taste with people who had some celebrity. And how am I going to actually react to an interview on a higher level? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really accredit my um, willingness to listen to what people are saying and interact in a conversation with people as opposed to try to always have a counter thought uh as a great way to interview so going up there you know i got kerrigan to talk about stuff he's never talked about when a lady showed him a porn of her and her boyfriend banging it out in the in the power ranger helmets knowing that he was like shocked that that had happened but that she wanted goldar to bang her like that and he was like oh my god then he cut the story off which means i I'm, my guess is he probably went up and and fucked that girl i'm just saying but i'm goldar take the goldar <laughs> you know like i don't know if that happened but you know and then like you know you get to have interesting perspectives and conversations with with uh robert axelrod because he played so many characters just beyond doing zed he was finster Finster, yeah and and you know he had a history in in digimon and other things so i could cue off of other things and pull in to the overall base of this and carla perez i think was her name that Mm -hmm. played rita um you know she was a sweet lady and it was easy to talk to her. We had talked a lot through the thing. She had asked me for stuff in times. I was her staff guy as it were, you know? So that was a really fun experience. And I thought like, man, we hit it out of the park. There's not much left to do. I went up, you guys had started, I think game addicts or we're just finishing game addicts or we're amidst game addicts, or I'm just going to keep saying game addicts until I figure out where you were. <laughs> in it. You know, it was at some point in that. All right, so while you were on stage, I was, I was, I, I can't remember what all I was doing because I was, I was out there for like maybe just like five minutes of it. I'll be honest with you, and and I long enough for me to take the picture because if there's one thing that I took from that, it was being a little biffed that you guys brought chairs up to sit down in. <laughs> I could have, I could have used that. I'm up Think there with smarter, a, not harder, my friend. I'm up there with a microphone, like nervously, like pacing my feet, going, "Oh my gosh, what I, I got to stand up here." And you're just so. But there. I think, but dude, I think that you informed me, like that you were pissed off you didn't have chairs, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm bringing chairs up, dude." <laughs> like, pff, fuck the rules, we're doing it our way. And at that point, listen, at that point, like in the con, at that point, we had already known it was a shit show that was off the rails. There were rumblings of other shit that had happened night previous night of Mm -hmm. you know i learned later down the road uh just last year i like i said i had been meeting of the minds with the dude benny no good from uh the avon four and uh andy fark from a five-year mission you know we were all playing a show together and it was like uh, really weird to reminisce about villains con again but it was just like you know they went and chased down dude who owned villains con and made him give them money like they threatened his fucking life. Like this is not a fucking game. I drove because they lived in Indianapolis, so they drove two hours. Yeah, you know, to do a show to not get paid. Oh fuck that! I'll slit a fucker's throat, dude. Like that's. I mean, you know, it's it's on at that point. So, um, 
there was words. They eventually got paid. They went on their merry way. Lars got a little bit of pay, but then that's like where things start to really fall off the rails because we start learning that people aren't getting their fulfillments and Mm -hmm. people are supposed to be getting a little bit every day and they're actually getting nothing any day. None of their expenses are being taken care of. And it's just like they paid their own hotel. They paid their own flight. They paid their own travel to get to the fucking David S. Palmer. Then they paid for their fucking meal in the middle of lunch. Then they fucking had to pay to leave. You know, like so much money is spent that you don't think about that these fucking guys essentially robbed them of because there was, you know, people coming in and out and there were people that did give money at the door. But the way it was operated, the way the whole thing played out, you know, you said it best. It needed to be one day. Keep it in a smaller place. It doesn't need to be in a huge arena. You could have picked us like a like a slightly upscaled fucking like almost like Carnahan Hall leveled place, you know, to shout out LafiCon to be the next step. Could you imagine if we would have been able to do Villains Con in Carnahan? Yeah, well, it, it would have felt like a more natural progression from their store to that. Exactly. You know, like, you know and, and exactly. instead they try to blow it up and you know and then it just looked like a cheap hokey flea market i'm sorry <laughs> well they it had did. the like they just had what they had at carnahan like at, or not on carnahan i'm sorry at, at david s palmer at the hockey arena that's all they it's they just had what they had those cheap ass like uh curtains and pvc pipes and and uh i, I mean granted you go to a lot of cons and it's the same kind of thing but it but it you know it I remember distinctly, they were uh, there was some, some something needed answering, something needed an answer, and I was with Wes, and we needed an answer on something. I don't remember what that was. That was like four years ago. Yeah, sure. You've a lot of shit has happened. Yeah, oddly enough, our episode of this, you you realize, is going to air. Okay, so like uh, that one. Uh, uh, that one, that one. Almost to the day of the fucking anniversary. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, man, we're too good. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we planned that. Of course we did. <laughs> yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Any who's it? We needed an answer. Wow, like within a few days. That's crazy. I know, dude. Like <laughs> Again. I can't get over it. <laughs> this was on a whim, okay, that we decided to do this episode. Six weeks in advance in the past. <laughs> in the past. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we needed an answer, and, and we found like because because the it was co-owned, right? Villains was co-owned. Mm-hmm. There was like the main dude, and there's this other guy, uh, mm-hmm. and I don't know their names, unfortunately. CP is one of them. He was the main dude. Okay, so he's a guy that he has rubbed people the wrong way in the past as far as money. Oh, goes. he he doesn't just rub people the wrong way. He has aggressively jerked them off the wrong way. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, goddamn. So. It's true. So we find the other guy, and he doesn't really have an answer. He said he, he, you know, he's going to have to answer you. And we cannot find him anywhere in this No place. one could that day. This no no. I mean, this was on Saturday. We could not find him anywhere. Anywhere. And we're like, where? What the? F-? We went. This place. It's a hockey arena. It's not. It's a circle. It's not that big. <clears throat> but like, it's it's not even like NHL hockey arena. This is like local hockey arena. College level, bro. Sure. You know, it's. I would say. 
as far as arena goes, is probably on the smaller side for arenas. Because it's smaller than the assembly hall, or State Farm, whatever it is now. Smaller than that place. And we cannot find him. We eventually find him. Tucked away in a corner backstage where we aren't. (laughs) Okay? Where no one is with his phone plugged into a wall. He was on his phone. That, okay, that was the first clue to me that there is that there are problems. Not only that, but uh, I kind of had a um, altercation is not the right word for it. Uh, Kerrigan, Mayhan, the guy that played mm-hmm. Goldar, got irritated towards me because of him. Because of the thing, sure. Okay. Um, he was upset about something, wanted something, and could not get people. Like, and I remember he wanted lunch, and they wanted he wanted someone to drive him to go get some fucking lunch, and no one would get him a ride or whatever. I think was the was the beef. I just remember like he he was looking for the main guy, and I said I have no idea where he is, and I. He was frustrated, and he kind of went off. And did he do it as Goldar? No, no, <laughs> no. But he was upset, and uh, sure, you know. To be fair, like I completely understand why he's upset. You know, like, and, fuck, I'm getting upset too. And I and and uh, um, and I said, I'm sorry. I will try and find him. And of course, I never did. Just I never did. I can <laughs> spoiler <act>. alert. <laughs> He's still not found. He was not founded. He's not found. Um uh, I said I would go look for him. And I in the I said in the meantime, I said, in the meantime, you see somebody else with this shirt, ask them too. Yeah, and and I, I said, because we had a hard time tracking him down earlier and he was back there on his phone. And and I said, I will go back and I will try and find him again. But ask other people, please, because I, you know, with it, with everything going on, uh, I, 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 there's a lot of people. I will try to help you, but please, by all means, if someone else can help you first, do it. And he, and he's like, okay. And then he walked away. And then it, it was actually towards the end of the day, uh, before I was before I was ready to leave, I ran into him again near the green room. And I said, hey Kerrigan, did you ever get that? He goes. Yeah, I did. He goes, I want to apologize for the way that I came off towards you. He goes, I know that's not your fault. He goes, you get, he goes, you're just trying to help out in your volunteer. And I said, I said, buddy, <laughs> I had no. Somebody asked me if I wanted to help out and be a part of a con, and I said yes. And and I said after after today, I have I have seen every way not to run a con. He goes, yeah. Here's the handbook on how not to run it, you know. And he sort of just gave me a, like one of those. He goes, that goes, yep. <laughs> and, and 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 I said, you have a good one, bud. He goes, he goes, you too. And he walked away. And so, no, it it was bad because you started getting that. When I said that target on your back, 
I'm as I said before, I'm sure that all con volunteers and workers who have that on, it's like you are help, help me, you come here, blah blah blah. And then you got people who might be in bad moods and take it out. There, there's all that. Their day that has nothing to do with you has just slammed into you at full force, ninety miles a second. And I kind of felt that from Kerrigan, um, and like I wasn't angry at him, but I kind of like, okay, dude, all right, okay, you can. But also, I did not know the other thing until a little bit later, uh, with everything going on with the, the whole Denaro, which we're gonna get there. I'm glad you bring it up because I. The first time I hear the rumblings of this was Carla, the lady that played Rita. Uh, I was chatting with her in the green room Saturday, day two. And she's like, so have you heard? And I was like, what's up? And she's like, we're not getting paid. And I knew I wasn't fucking getting paid. I was a volunteer. So I knew what she meant, though, as in the proverbial we, the celebrities. And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, yeah, the guy's not paying us. Like, I don't know if we're getting paid later, but we're, we're supposed to get paid and we're not getting paid. And I was like, yeah, that's not right. That's not cool. And she goes, yeah. And a bunch of people have already decided we're not coming back on Sunday. Like there were a lot of people that had things planned for Sunday. There were Sunday activities as it were planned. So I was like, oh, that's frustrating. And I like tried to bring her back and I was like, well, hey, can I just say thanks, you know, for a really fun interview? It was a lot of it was a really good, cool blast. A great experience to have my first panel uh go so well and she was like you were a natural it was great you know and i was like would you do a bumper and i don't think her bumper ever officially saw the light of day because she said things really kind of weird she didn't like i wish i would have had a piece of paper to just hand her like here's the fucking script right because she said it as i said it to her but she didn't say it in the right order so we had to kind of make some some edits to how yeah we whatever yeah we tried to make it sound 100 like you know like kind of the way that we were thinking and it and you know you know, like like it was on the cuff and on the fly. You know, I'm you know that's nothing on her. Uh, yeah. But when I started hearing those rumblings about the, the whole De Niro thing, um, about people not getting paid, that's when I definitely felt the mood in the room change across the board. It was just a dark cloud had moved over top of David S. Palmer and was shitting dildos. <laughs> just <And> like <laughs> I felt like if I had that shirt on. I was getting glared at. Yeah, because we were now the enemy and we went from volunteer, you know, because honestly, here's the, here's the really sad truth. You have people like Kerrigan and, and Aaron and all these different people that were uh, there. The dude from the flash was there and there was like a bunch of other people from the dude from the, from the flash was also in supernatural mm-hmm. uh, Chad Rook. I think his yeah. name was, but like um, th- they didn't, they couldn't discern, Hey, the guy that, that told me that he was going to pay me is this guy that has the shirt on this dude's fucking friend who's fucking me who knows that his friend is fucking me mm-hmm. or is this just some Joe Schmo like you and I just happen to be because we were like the most outsiders of that con who got yeah. the most inside scoop like we were the documentary crew the <laughs> yeah. film crew. I wish we would have been rolling if I would have oh. known it was going to be that much of a shit show I would have had a documentary crew filming for the whole thing because villains cod 2016 could have been a fucking movie with the amount of insanity that went on uh, you know amidst all of the craziness you know you were doing game addicts during that time I think I was doing uh, after I finished my panel I came up and did a little bit of Mario Kart I was challenging everybody giving people 15 and 20 second leads and just smoking them like that was nothing you know, because I just really love that game, and it's been something I've loved since I was a kid. So I 
through the open challenge. And I was kind of cocky about it. I'm not going to even pretend, but I, I backed it up. I mean, it didn't, didn't kid rock say it ain't bragging. If you do it and you back it up. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, but that was fun. And then we did a journey into wrestling with Tony. Okay. So I actually looked it up. Sure. I, I actually looked up to see what episodes cor- you know, were recorded that weekend. So that way you almost have kind of like a, a trilogy, if you will. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. From episodes. the inside. Yeah. Well, I mean, if anybody who ever listens to this show decides, well, that that's kind of neat. I'm, I want to go listen to that. So it's Journey to Comics 100. It is Game Addicts Episode 3. Episode 3, which is entitled, which, wow, it just reset on me. Let me get... Episode 3 is E3 2016 Preview slash Tangents. And I had Tony and Daniel Connor on. Yeah. As as uh, as guests on, on, on that show. Neither one of them had ever really been on a podcast before, by the way. <laughs> so, or probably since. Uh, maybe. Well, actually... I looked up Journey to Wrestling. Do you want to take a guess at what that one was called? Uh oh god, it was episode three, I think. It was Journey episode three as well. Season one, episode three, let's split. Oh yeah, because of the draft had just happened. And actually, also in that episode, we talked about the brand newly debuting Yes, wonderful. Yeah, the whole uh, Matt broken, broken Hardy, uh, broken Matt Hardy had just debuted in TNA or uh, Impact Wrestling, and uh, and uh, uh, Tony was on that show too. Uh, yep, uh, hanging out. So we did. So that's like I want to say we did Game Addicts first, and then we did JIW. Because yeah, we did JIW after I came back from yep. uh, my panel. I was on the come down from the panel. We had some more gameage. There were some people and, you know, other tournaments. There were, like, some fighting games and shit going on. We got our shit and didn't stay for the bands for night two at all. Uh, we got the fuck out. I know we dipped. There's no way we stayed for the bands. I don't remember. I think... I think Because we I actually think you left a little bit before me because you're like, I, I did. think I'm just ready I to did. dip. I did. I, I, I wanted to stay, but I was really freaking tired from the last two days and i think grossed i grossed out that you were wearing a laffy concert or a vi- villain's concert <laughs> yeah 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 trust me uh with everything going on i you know i already said i wasn't gonna be there sunday and i decided that like once once the actual con was over i left uh i didn't leave beforehand i stayed for the whole con uh and just just so you guys know we were kind of in this side room and I don't remember what they called their group. Do you remember? The Broke-Ass Podcast Network, a BP oh, yeah. something. It was something like that. BPGN, Bot, Broke Podcast Gamer Network, some shit. Uh, anyway, so th- with the main bowl of the hockey arena being the floor, if you walk up the stands, right, Walk all the way up the stands, and you know, it, you pass that. You have your first set of of, of like doors, and it, if you go in, into the next hallway over, there's a doorway to go into that room, which we were tucked away into a corner. Uh, and, and it was a pretty big room. It was it, it was it was like a conference type room, sure. But like I remember, that's where we were. That's where we recorded the Game Addicts podcast and Journey into Wrestling. Uh, we were at we were in one corner. We had the video games in the middle. And uh, 
then and the other corner pretty much uh the people who like Wes and uh, some other people were like pretty much running this show that's what i want to say uh very vehemently here anything that happened that was good at villains con 2016 as far as the panels as far as the things that were planned were all done because of the work and dedication that these guys put in because essentially sure. essentially you had a guy <clears throat> who was putting on a con who had nothing to do with it he was just like hey i want a con you guys do it he he basically, yeah, they did all the footwork. They did all the planning. Or they did all the prep as far as making sure everything went down. And then when there was mix-up, he blamed them. Yeah. Uh, because there was somebody who made a mistake. And when you have, that, that, that that's going to happen. And especially when you are putting on a con and you are so detracted from it as he was. Because it was obvious there being there, being a part of it, he was detracted from it. He was nowhere to be found, ever. Like other than that one time, I I, I only ever saw him twice. Once he was actually on the floor, and I was shocked because that was later on, which I was like, I'm pretty sure he is on the floor. Be after finding out later, I probably know what he was doing on the floor. Everybody was like, "Where is my money?" Yep. He wrote some personal checks his ass couldn't cash. And I and yeah, I, I guess it had some issue to where I guess he thought that they were gonna give him money from the gate like to pay them. And that's not the way it works. You no, get- you pay your talent up front and then make your revenue back at the door because you put your effort into it to market your shit properly, which again they did not. No. No, they did not. So, me that as it may, you stayed for a little bit on Saturday. Uh, yeah, no, were, were you there for the shit? Now, I think you just alluded to it, the somebody getting blamed uh, because somebody got yelled at in a manner that I was not cool with, and ever since that moment, that's when I was fucking done. And I told, I didn't in so many words tell the person that was uh, at the lead of screaming at my friend to in so many words, fuck themselves, but they can still fuck themselves for how they treat that person. Tell and that they've story. Gotten, okay. So let's just go into it and go with names and talk some real shit. And we're going to talk about future tripping and karma and whatever, man, man, it's real. It's four years later. So Wes did something. I don't remember if he called a lady or was trying to get something figured out with somebody's ride or something. Wes was trying his damnedest to do what they asked. I was with Wes. I heard what he was told to do. He tried to execute said plan. And then they came, they being Aaron fuckbag Martin and decided to, I'm sorry that he like, mm, he just, I had a long thread with that guy. And over time, you know, the thread wears very thin. So he uh, he screamed at Wes and said some terrible things. You stupid, dumb fuck. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You you can't even do a simple thing right, you dumb mother. He was, like, shaming him. And, like, I could see that Wes was on the verge of, like, crying and being very upset but holding it together because it was what he was used to. Behind the scenes, spoiler alert that not a lot of people know, I used to run around with Wes. Wes knows you because of me. Yeah. So – in the grand scheme of things, you know, Wes and Aaron used to run around in my fucking apartment, my friends back in the day. And I, Aaron has always treated Wes like that. And I have never been okay with it. 
So here's a fucked up thing. Aaron was living with that Jesse dude. Aaron is the guy that found his friend dead. Like, that's the real fucked up dark story. And that drove that dude into, like, apparently some sort of spiral that he's not ever recovered from. And, you know, I don't I don't wish ill will on him or no shit like that. But in the craziest turn of events, like how you treat other people in some weird manifestation will come back and haunt you. And uh, his uh, just and, and I'm sure Wes wasn't the only guy who was being called all kinds of crazy, awful names. And just like, you know, how we treat Dick is with love and adoration, but we also rib him because we know he can take it. This wasn't a gentle rib with love. This was like barbs meant to hurt you, yeah. you know? And, and, and it was just, and then that's when I literally, that was the moment I was like, well, when I leave LafayCon, I'm, I'm not, I'm not turning around. Villains Con. Back. Villains Con. I did it again. Yeah, you did. Villains Con. We've yeah. done more LafayCons than Villains Con. So it's in my head, you know? Well, you know, uh, let, let, you know, let, let's just say that I want to just allude that, you know, no con is probably going to run smoothly, but the simple fact that they have had multiple LafayCons shows you that they're that they have something better going on than what was going on here. Because uh, I, I don't think I was present because uh, I don't remember uh, that, 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 that altercation. I remember hearing about it. Um, no, I remember somebody else and I, and I want to say it was Jesse who messed up the scheduling or something. He's the reason that lady that was supposed to sing the sailor moon thing got all fucked up. Mm-hmm. But unintentional. Yeah, no, 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 it wasn't. And the thing is, is that, as I said, uh, them and their group is the reason why that show happened. Because if sure. they would have not done anything, there would have been nobody to do anything. And all because they were friends with the dude who put it on. And because they really, like, grasped onto that kind of, like, nerd culture that was going on in the town, you know, with that mm -hmm. store. And we're friends and they would go and they would frequent the store. They would frequent the shows at the store, became friends with the guy again. And their group was a partner. And then you and me were brought in as associates of Wes. You know, we're friends of Wes essentially, uh, even though you were friends with some more of the guys, but like we were like, Hey, you know, yeah, well, Wes like, we need guys. You want to come in and help? We can probably, you know, make this happen. And it, and it did. You know, and, and you know, big props to Wes, you know, that for sure him opening up that door for us to do that and have that experience, whether or not this was a, you know, a, a net negative experience, which it was, but like that was still not something that I would ever take back or replace. And, you know, the fact that he was able to make that happen for us for episode 100, as I said, despite everything that revolved around that weekend, um, that happened. Episode 100 happened and it was a success for us. And we had, you know, that we had the sound guy and Tony, but like, like the seats got filled as, as we went along. And that made me just have a lot of fun. And we did, we truly had fun with that. And, and it really shows in that episode. And we had a, it's it one of those few episodes where we had a time constraint. He's like, we have to do, we can only do uh, 50 minutes and that's it. You know, moving as fast as we can man yeah you know i mean we we had a lot of stuff we wanted to touch on and get to and then of course that would that would go and we would do it was at 132 one was that it yeah first lofty con first yep. lofty con was 132 so that was not that many more after that and the reason we ended up doing that is because uh i had reached out to them 
about getting us involved because we had already done one. Let's do another. And so that was 2017. Yeah. That, yeah. Well, almost a year later. Mm-hmm. And shockingly enough, Brando, JIC 200 happened live from LafiCon. Mm-hmm. So that was another uh, cool celebratory moment. Uh, I think we argued why the Dark Knight is still a good movie or not, <laughs> which was an intense conversation to say the least. And I think at that time, if my memory serves me correct, I'm pretty sure we also talked about uh, about Infinity War uh, again or something to that effect. Yeah. Or may- maybe it was some- maybe it was Ant Man or so- something like that had just come out, and we were talking about it as well. Um, but yeah, I've been fortunate enough to do some cool podcasts live from different locations. Uh, Villains Con was my first, and you know, you always remember your first, and it might not necessarily <laughs> be your best. But uh, you know, I think that money aside, everything as far as our presentation and what we represented went very smoothly. It gave us a confidence and a base to grow what we've done since. And now I go into any interview and I've interviewed a lot of different levels of famed people now. Not like A-list, obviously. I'm not that lucky yet. But, you know, some people that have been, have done some shit, you know. And sure. and, uh, and and to, to just always go back to that LaFiCon or Villains Con, I did it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always go back to that Villains Con panel, and that's really my foundation of how I, I approach all interviews now. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's always a conversation that you can find, you know, amazing little nuggets of gold and questions to ask people that'll really open up their brains and stuff. And, and you really connect with people that way. So I, I am grateful for that part of the experience. Um, it was still a shit show. We will always remember Villains Con 2016. For all the wrong reasons, <laughs> unfortunately. Yep. Uh, yeah, for real. Uh, but, you know, it, it was good to sit back and reminisce about it, especially this many years later, because the thing is, coming out of that, you know, we we had JSC 100. We were super proud of that. You know, we had, uh, you know, the two new shows. Uh, and then I, I think Foodies was like right behind that. Uh, you know, came the- out May 16th of that, that same time frame. I think it actually was before villains con Mm -hmm. essentially we did our episode zero but the the real running of the show happened a little bit after yeah that august right so like like we had the two already like rolling and and we were we we were getting those rolling so the fact that we had to talk about the fact that these episodes were recorded at villains con and then still had to allude to villains con without being negative about it um and I don't remember if we actually alluded to it at all as being sort of a, eh, well, you know, that's a story. JIW, it's the one. That's the one that'll have the negativity, if any of them. Well, because there might have been some JIC that, episodes after that where if, 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 anything, oh. if anything got said as far as like, well, that was that, you know. I, 134 maybe of JIC, Local Man Saved by Tiger. <laughs> was that too exotic? No, no, that was <laughs> one thirty-four, Brando. So uh, well before Joe Exotic, I'm pretty sure that was alluding to Shiva. Yeah, in, uh, King in, Ezekiel. Uh, the Walking Dead. Yeah. Oh man, uh, because that's when uh, uh, Shiva comes in and saves Rick. 
Uh, and that might have been the first episode because the episodes before that with like uh, Andy Cordy, uh, mm-hmm. BKM, uh, Fiberglass Freaks, J- JTC, like those all were all segmented interviews. We had. Uh, oh, wait, I'm doing it again. I'm Lafikon. doing it again. Now, that damn it. I'm doing it again. Yep. Nope. <laughs> I don't know where it would be after Villains Con. 102 or some shit. 103, probably. I don't know. Well, you know, it's like it. In any in any means, if we said anything, it was nothing to the level of what we went through here today, where yeah. we actually broke into some detail. Because, I mean, as I said, and and, and as I said to Kerrigan, uh, uh, being a part of this as the first con I've ever been a part of, it's taught me not how to not run a con, and then going into LaFiCon with that experience already under my belt knowing kind of what to expect as far as uh, that first LaFiCon that we were a part of. We uh, became Wes and his crew. Yes. And and it's never stopped. I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not being shitty about it. I'm just being factual. Like the people that run the con handed the con over to us and said, please run this con. Like you actually seem to know what you're doing. And ever since we've had our hands in the honey jar with them, I think we've done a pretty decent job of at least trying to, be entertaining during a con you know and again what does that fall back on we saw what had happened before and just strive not to repeat that it's pretty easy it's not that difficult you know i remember i had a lot of input onto that first con one getting us even on there getting us on the stage and two getting these panels together and going through these guys these guys you know I I wasn't always on stage, but we made sure we were on time every single time. And we recorded every single one of them for us to use as content. Because that was like, there's no point in us doing this if we're not getting content. And, you know, that's the way it was. And, you know, you going back. I, I, I remember going to my first con ever in, at Indiana Comic Con. It was like 2014. Maybe no, you guys had Wyatt, bro. Nope, nope, nope. That was the second one. Oh, oh, we went to okay, one my before bad. Wyatt, and I want to say it say it was 2014. It was the year I started collecting games, because I because they say because they had games there, and I was like, woo, let's go check out games. And I'll never forget seeing the Batmobile there, and Mark Rickup was there, and when I saw him at at Lafayette, I was like, yeah, Batmobile guy. He goes, yeah. I'm like, were you at Indie Comic Con? Yeah. Oh, man. There's even a picture I have on my Instagram of the Batmobile with, with Mark right there talking to somebody. From then. From then, yeah. yeah. Dude, planting seeds, bro. Isn't it weird how the world and works? So it's like, you know, getting to be able to talk to him. You know, or really, you know, like, he kind of did his own thing and presented his thing. And we, But, like, you know we, we, you know, we got to talk to him off stage, and it was really cool getting to talk to Brian. We already knew Brian. You know, like, uh, like at least a little bit. So, like, that was like just catching up with an old friend, you know, because he wasn't, he didn't know who we were until we said something. He's like, oh, yes, yes. I remember you guys from like last year. Yeah. All right. Wes is, yeah. Wes, yeah. yeah, All right. And he was in there with the the thing. And we're like, yeah. So that Villains Con 2016, he goes, (laughs) yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Uh, Yeah. No, it, and you know, you know, thankfully, you know, he's you know, he's local and, and, and he comes out for for a lot of the stuff here 
And, you know, really cool guy, you know, shout out to Brian K. Morris, really cool guy, really great, uh, really great character. Rising Tide Publications, he does mm -hmm. clever title pending, is the live podcast type show that he does. Spoiler alert, in the future, he may be joining our network in a capacity. We have had many courting conversations to have him be some sort of a podcast creator for our network because he is such an amazing dude for sure. Uh, and, uh, you know, his motto is rising tides raise all ships. And I do firmly believe that, you know, the stronger you build your base together, the larger and the, the, the higher up you'll go. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And well, and, and that's kind of what this show is too. It's a representative. It's you and me getting back together. Us, you know, starting the journey to comics. Uh, you know, you started the podcast. I joined in when helped raise that up. We did our first live show. We did a second live show, you know, uh, I left before the third live show, but then here we are again, full circle with OGs. Network's still running strong. We're 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 able to support that. Game Addicts is running strong despite all my efforts to the contrary. <laughs> I don't know. I I cannot explain. Like I don't deserve the love that I get for game addicts because I feel like uh, I have been in a spiral with that. Like I need to do something. I need to like. I, I, you know, kind of feel like the sale is like blowing and I'm just like, uh, uh, I didn't do a show this week. Shit. <laughs> it's like, I guess I'll do it next week. It's like, man, my listeners aren't going to be there. And it's like, wow, there's more listeners this week. than You, we're you know, what's weird. I just realized something. You and I actually have done another live podcast since the 132 that you alluded because we did uh, Breaking Kayfabe, J.I.C. Season 3 three episode like mm -hmm. eight or some shit i think it was um came back yeah that w yeah which was amazing and interesting and it was also still very super bizarre and surreal because we did everything as if nothing had changed or happened in our whole relationship for that day <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was funny it was like business as usual we're in the fucking moment you know and i think it was just everything timing out to be we're always in the right place at the right time, Brando. If being in Villains Con and Lafayette Con subsequently and all the different things we've experienced throughout. I mean, Todd Black was a member of the audience at Villains Con and then became a, a guest on our show. Multiple. On a couple yeah, of shows. A couple so different a couple ones, times. you know, doing his Kickstarter stuff. And, and uh, you know, I backed uh, 10,000 uh, Miles. And, you know, really great book that he worked on. And, uh, you know, a, a really cool cat and really driven. Really driven to really create his art. You know, and he's not going to let anything get in, you know get in his way or stop him. And that's like, that's the same thing with what we've got going on with the GIC network, with GameX podcasts, and now with OGs. It's like we're just going to keep pushing and making some new stuff. You know, you've got a can of culture that has come out. It's a new show. You know, we got some other new stuff dropping on the network as well. Can of culture, you say? No, well, that well, there you go. It, yeah, it's one of those things. You know. Um, as, it's a celebration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, the you know, crazy thing is, you know, as six weeks ago, as we recorded this, we have May the 4th, which has become a sort of pseudo-holiday on Monday. We have Cinco de Mayo on Taco Tuesday. Oh, shit, son. Did you not realize that? I did realize that. It's also Revenge of the Fifth. It is Revenge of the Fifth. But, I mean, when is the last time Taco Tuesday had Cinco de Mayo? I, I mean, I, I, probably a couple of years ago, realistically. <laughs> probably, <yeah. laughs> right. But here's the not, thing. Not too many years ago, but a few. Tomorrow, we're making taco pizza, homemade taco pizza here at the house. Ooh, that how, sounds amazing. We're going to see how that turns out. 
But then we're going to have enough left over for the next day for Taco Tuesday. Hey. Yeah. Lucky for me, the taco joint right down the road from us is still open. They're doing carry-out only mm-hmm. orders all the time. We are definitely going to be giving them some cash on Taco Tuesday, mm-hmm. Cinco de Mayo, and just enjoy it up. Maybe have a Corona in celebration of life. Is that a bad joke? So check this out. Yeah, kind of is a bad joke. But, <laughs> but I got I got one last little short story. It has nothing to do with anything. This just made me laugh the other day. Sure. <laughs> because it it it's one of those things that elicits a response of, what? So the other day, uh, my wife, Kate, she, she went out uh, to go to the store. Right after I went to the store. It's one of those weird things. I went to the store and forgot one thing and I was supposed to get a bunch of baby food but it, I didn't know how much to get and she just wrote down a bunch of stuff on a list that she found online but and then I, she said fuck it I'll go well like because I was there for seven minutes going this one do you have it and I'm like no next one no, no. <laughs> and I got tired of it. And I'm like, I'm just going to grab. Okay. This one's there. That was there. So I got some, and she, but she wanted more cause she wants to diversify Owen's uh, palate. So, uh, she's out and I'm like, well, maybe while you're out, you could just pick up lunch or something, you know, something cheap, easy, you know, I'm not really concerned <clears throat> about it. Yeah, I'm sure the kid will love some chicken nuggets or something. She goes, so you just want Mickey D's? I'm like, ah, yeah, fine. Get Mickey D's. Right. You know? So she goes to get me, you know, and he's all super excited for getting chicken nuggets. Ah, which, I mean, this kid's a nugget fiend. He eats nuggets. He We have Tyson nuggets that he eats. And, yeah, he's super excited for McDonald's nuggets and fry fries and, oh, yeah, and all that stuff. He goes, can I have mayonnaise with my nuggets? Get out of my house. <laughs> and I'm just <laughs> like, I said. I'm just like, get a job. It's time to leave. What? Mayo goes, on nuggets. He goes, I like mayonnaise. Can I have it with my nuggets? I'm like. No, bud, you're going to have ranch with your nuggets. He goes, maybe afterwards for a treat? Oh, <laughs> mayo treat. That's the I'm episode just, title. <laughs> mayo treat. I'm, I'm just thinking like, with, like, with a, like just a bowl of it? I, like, <laughs> just a bowl of mayonnaise. Oh. I have. I actually have one last story now. Because All right, go you, for it. You you told a story about a a, a, a McDonald's run. So All right. so Ali had a really rough day a few weeks ago, which was really just a couple days ago, uh, because time travel. <laughs> it doesn't get old. Uh, Anyways, he had a rough time, and I, uh, he had a bad day. Had to go to the doctor. Didn't get to see his grandma. Like, and I know it's social distancing and stuff, but she just like kind of brushed it off a little bit, and it was kind of like a shitty thing to do to a six-year-old. So he's all like, literally sitting at the window, crying. He's bummed, and I was like, "Hey, man, um, I know technically we probably shouldn't do this, but if we don't get out of the car, I don't think it's going to be an issue. Do you want to ride with me to go get us some Dairy Queen? We're going to get some ice cream. And he was like, oh, yes. So we go, we take, we we get in the line. And I knew what I was getting into because Sarah and V like three weeks ago or two weeks ago had gone when I don't have her many weeks ago. It's been because time is irrelevant when you're in quarantine. Um, They went and they were in drive-thru for like 55 minutes because they only have drive-thru. So it takes some time, you know? 
And I was like, okay, so I know what to expect. Even if I'm getting just ice cream, it's probably going to take a little bit of time. So Ali and I get in line. The line isn't to the road yet. So we're like right by the building. And there's, you know, probably like four or five cars worth of space behind us. Within two and a half minutes, it's completely full to the road and hooked around blocking the entrance. Okay. And I'm like, wow, they close at 10 and it's nine. And some of these people are probably not going to get their order. So there's a guy like four cars in front of us. And I look and I notice he's got his reverse lights on and he gets down a line. This is one of those fast food restaurants where the drive through is your way out, especially yeah. if the entrance is blocked off. So he backs out of the space and goes to leave. And he backs all the way through every line of car to only realize He's trapped and can't fucking go anywhere because the line of cars is out the road. So now he's just stuck with no food, nowhere to get out of the drive-thru, dude. I'm dying laughing. Ali and I thought it was the funniest thing because he was just like, just seething, you know, like I'm stuck. I can't die because I've been there before, man, yeah. like made made a dangerous decision thinking it's going to pay off. And then you're stuck still. And you're like, ah, <laughs> damn it. I just want to go home. Oh, man. Oh, dude, that, that's funny. Um, yeah. Like, it, it, like, especially right now, you know, like, well, I remember last time that we ordered uh, the time before that, you know, like a week or like a week or two ago, we ordered some BK or whatever. And we ordered it on the app. And just prepay for it. The, the cool thing is, is that they still make it fresh for you when you get there. But all you got to roll up is like, I, I got to order for Brandon Stone. And it's like, blah, 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 blah. there it is. And you can select what you want and what you don't want. And it's just like, all right, pull around. And nice. so, you, so you don't have to sit there and tell them. You can just, it, it helps the ordering process go quicker. However, I still sat there for like almost 15 minutes. Because they have to prepare your food fresh. Well, it, well, that and me, the guy in front of me, the guy in front of him, and the guy in front of him. So there was like four of us in a row that was like, because once we started moving, it was like, boom, 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 here's your food. But yeah, no, they needed to make it fresh. So, I mean, it's just the times that we live in right now. It's pretty crazy. But I hope all you guys have enjoyed our discussion and breakdown of our first con experience. Uh, it, it definitely was something that literally pieced itself together right before we went to record. And... Uh, there, there was, was no going to release like fucking five years to the day. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Strangely enough. Well, like more like uh, more, more like four years. Twenty. Oh, it's twenty sixteen. Yeah, yeah twenty twenty, dude. <laughs> oh my god, I'm all kinds of fucking timed out, bro. Yeah, uh, I'm about timed out too because it's midnight here. Yeah. Ooh, it's getting late. It's getting late, and I haven't eat. I, 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 I haven't even eaten dinner yet, so. Well, let's take this one home, brother, so you can put food upon your belly. All right. So, uh, yeah, you can check out the Journey into Comics Network and all the great podcast platforms. Uh, if as watch- well as the Game Addicts podcast on all the amazing platforms. Yes, yes, as well. And the OGs is available on the Journey into Comics Network every other Wednesday. You can check- As well as on YouTube. As well as on YouTube. We have our own YouTube channel. Check us out at the OGs podcast. You can check us out there where the video portion of the show will be going. We're li- like, li- like literally, we're going to be sitting here. The best part about it is, though, is that you'll be able to see us when we get frozen. Especially Nate, because I'm recording on my end. So he's like... <laughs> and he doesn't get frozen. I love it. Uh, what's funny is... Uh, more, more, more recently, I, I'm, I'm figuring out how to do like different ways to help promote podcast stuff. And I figured out that I can add music to Instagram stories. And when I started like, oh, okay. So I, I did, you know, we did the, you guessed it on game addicts this past week. 
six weeks ago. And uh, <laughs> when we did the worst of us, the Mayo treat this week, six weeks ago. Um, so I took a screenshot of it, but I was trying to find a good shot of it where we weren't going like that. And the, and the shot that I got was me going like, and then you going, <laughs> it just looked good. It cracked me up. And of course, I hope you like the Easter egg for the song that I chose to put on that. Of course, bro. As soon as you did, I was like, this guy, he fucking gets it. Yeah. I don't know how you do all those cool Instagram stories. You're going to have to like workshop me someday when we have some time. Like show me how to do that shit. But... I'm still trying to figure it out. Like, trust me, I, I made one. I made one and I went, huh. how, do, how do I post it? <laughs> she goes, that thing down there. I'm like, that has the Facebook button. She goes, it, it goes to your Facebook as well. Oh. oh, so if I hit that button, okay, <laughs> got to figure it out. Anyway, yeah, you can check us, uh, the, all, all the podcast stuff out in all the podcast places. Are, is, is the network on iHeartRadio yet? It should be. I haven't got the email yet, but it's only been a week. So okay. by the, well, it's actually been eight weeks at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. At this point, we might actually be on there. Anyway, GameX Podcast is on there. You can check it like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the big places like that. And, and as we said on YouTube, Podbean, the gracious hosts at Podbean that we host through uh, for both shows as well. You can check out journeytocomics.com, gameaddictspodcast.com. Social medias for both. All those links will be down below there. And um, that's all I got. Me too. Okay. That's all I got, Nate. Uh, dude, thanks for sitting here chilling with me for almost two hours talking. It's always a blast to sit down and do this show because quite literally there is no format. There is no news to talk about. We're not talking about anything crazy. We're just sitting here shooting the shit. And uh, with this being the longest OGs I think we've done in the second iteration of our show because we've actually kept the – the episode ten nine and nine ten have been kept to shorter formats. Yeah. Well, so this one definitely went longer, but it definitely had a reason to be longer, considering sure. we had a lot to unpack. And you know what? I don't even know if this you sent me an itinerary of like ideas for tw for the season mm -hmm. two or the second half. I don't think this was on the list of things that we intended on doing. But nope. man, what a great little moment of time that we could open up and uh, really deep dive. Well, exactly. Well, you know, we, we we always get made fun of for being nostalgic and looking back and retro and, and doing retrospective on ourselves. Some and of these fuckers will get a little bit older and realize it's important to be reflective. Exactly. Well, I mean, it it kind of allows us to toot our own horn, but it allows us to take a look at a specific window in time where all these things kind of came together, where Game Addicts was just in its infancy, JIW was there just starting, and one hundred episode one hundred, and it all surrounded and was this great little delicious sandwich around a shit burger of villains con 2016. It was a Mayo treat and a shit burger. <laughs> oh man. I'm sorry. Your kid asking for a Mayo treat. is just like my new favorite worst, you know, cringe worthy saying. Oh. Why? <laughs> I didn't know what to say to that. Dad, can I have a bowl of Mayo? What are you going to, a dip something in it? Nope, just no. mayo. Well, and this is the kid who just earlier was he didn't want to try a carrot dipped in ranch. That's amazing. Carrots dipped in ranch is amazing. And guess what? He, he liked it. it. He loved it. He didn't want to dip his finger into sweet and sour sauce. I've got uh craft, my favorite sweet and sour sauce, craft. I love that shit. Because we had egg rolls uh for lunch. And it was like, no, I don't want to. And I had to convince him. 
And he finally, he's like, hmm, that's good. He kept wanting more. I'm like, get your fucking out of my ass. Get out of my sweet and sauce. You should film him next time. Be like, this is what you do. You say no, and then you say yes. See? Yeah, right. Well, that's, here is an example. That's pretty much the the quintessential, uh, like, you just described it perfectly, The like of having a, like, four going on five-year-old. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yep. I'm going to hate this. No, you're going to love it. I'm going to hate this. No, trust me. It's good, dude. I'm going to fucking hate it. It's going to be great, bro. I promise you're going to love it. Fuck, that's really good. Can I have some more of that, yeah. man? No! You said you were going to hate it. Now I don't want you to have any on a principle, you little asshole. It's almost like they're going to hate it until they think it's their idea that they liked it to begin with. Brando, I thought about something real quick. I know we're tangenting into infinity. <laughs> we're almost at, we're at 158.48, so go. Let's get this done before two hours. Okay, so quickly, I just realized that there's a part in our lives here in the near future, like maybe four or five years for you, more like two or three years for me, where the children that are in our lives can go back and look at our content and like start to hold us accountable. <laughs> so, hey, Ollie, I'm so sorry, buddy. I'm so sorry in advance. Like, my bad, dude. Anyway, guys, we really hope you enjoyed this episode of the OGs. Until next time, I've been Brando. I'm Nate. And we'll catch you in about uh, like uh, in like a week, maybe if not seven weeks, eight eight weeks, eight eight weeks, in eight weeks. We'll see you guys later on. Ciao.